I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. And it's Thursday. You know what that means? I don't know. It's just the day before Friday. That actually doesn't mean anything significant. I'll be honest. I actually wish I had something better planned out. But it is still the Jesse Kelly Show. (laughs) And we are going to have a blast tonight. We're going to have Carol Markowitz on to talk about Eric Adams and what a nutball he is. And why people in general, why they just take so much abuse. And I'm going to get back to that in just a second. We have Selena Zito on next hour. Yeah, it's a, it's a different show tonight. Selena Zito on next hour because she helps me see and helps you see what we can't see. What do normal Rust Belt swing voters, what do they see? What are they mad about? What are they happy about? Because you're mad about things they don't care about. I'm mad about things they don't care about. Let's find out from her. And we have a three-banger tonight. BK, you know, super ninja special ops guy. BK, former Air Force PJ. He's going to join us, and you know I haven't done a ton of Russia-Ukraine stuff, but I'm going to find out in some kind of an update because I swear I turn on one news channel and Russia's going to win any day, and you flip over the next one and Ukraine is pushing them back, and they've got them on the ropes. So let's find out exactly who 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 is who and what's what. I mean, look, this is, this is how the Ukraine thing's going from an American perspective. 
And I'll be now happy to take your questions. Since there's so many people out there, I'm going to been given a list. Now, how about Chris to the Associated Press? First question. Yes, yes. It's, since there's so many people out there, that's why you've been given the list. That's Joe Biden. We actually sent that guy to Europe. We could be on the cusp of a nuclear war, and we sent Joe Biden to Europe. And what did he do? Well, he gave us all a heads up that we were all going to starve to death. Nothing more to report. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re- re- talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. Food shortages? We'll get back to all that because I wanted to begin with something. I, I'm not like everyone else. You're not like everyone else. And th- this is what I mean by that. As big as the show has gotten, and, and we're grateful for that, what percentage of the United States of America is currently listening to, not just mine, but any other show, any other show that's on on some conservative talk show, what percentage of America is listening to that right now? One? And if that, Chris, is that out of one, maybe? We're different. You're different. I'm different. Normal people don't get off work or while they're at work or while they're making dinner or while they're at the gym or driving home, normal people don't grab their phone or turn on the radio and seek out infotainment. I want news. I want to laugh. I want to normal people don't seek that out. They turn on music, probably Phil Collins or something else. Great. Like quit Chris, but seriously, normal people turn on music or sit in silence People do different things. You're different. I'm different. And because we're both different, I think we can get ourselves trapped in a bubble where we don't really understand how people feel and how they'll react. And this is what I mean. I brought this up briefly last night. I'm going to bring it up again now. Did you know the vaccine mandate for New Yorkers has been lifted? You know, New York workers, they've had its vaccine mandate still. Show me your papers. Get the jab. Sorry about your blood clot. Get the jab. And then you could come into work. Do you know Eric Adams lifted it? Oh, no, no, no. Not for you. Not, no, you're one of the peasants. You're one of the plebs. But if you go out there and work on your jump shot, figure out how to throw a curveball, and you get signed by the Yankees or the Knicks, in that case... You no longer have a mandate for the vaccine. Eric Adams lifted the vaccine, but for performers and athletes. Now, why would I bring up such a random story? Totally under the radar. We got all this other stuff out there. Supreme Court nominee and Joe Biden in Russia. why Why would I bring up something so small? Here's why. I read that headline and I say to myself, oh my gosh, they're gonna revolt. There's going to be some kind of rebellion. I, I hope no one gets hurt. I mean, how much more brazen could you be? No, the peasant who has to go flip some burgers at the greasy spoon, he's got to have his vaccine mandate. But not Kyrie Irving, baby. Have you seen that crossover dribble? We can't make him have it for such a blatant two tiered system. And for them to take that two tiered system 
and rub it in the people's faces, surely there's going to be some kind of rebellion. A boycott, a walkout, something, right? Nothing. In fact, I would venture to say me talking about it to you right now might be the first time you've heard the headline today. Oh, you've heard a ton of this. If, if, if I can change my gender, if I can be a woman, and then an hour later, if I decide I'm not a woman anymore, I guess I would lose Article 3 standing. Uh, tell me, does that same principle apply to other protected characteristics? For example, I'm, I'm an Hispanic man. Could, could I decide I was an Asian man? Yeah, you, you, you've heard all that stuff today, all the Supreme Court stuff. And, it, and I applaud old Senator Ted for the question, but no one else has talked about this. I... This is all I could think about all day. Why have people accepted this level of tyranny in such a docile manner? And they've done so not just today, not just recently. They've done so in the land of the free for two years. Two years people have done this. Two years watching everybody from... Bill de Blasio to Joe Biden to Barack Obama to Nancy Pelosi to AOC to Gavin Newsom of California, Dr. Burks, you name it, watching everybody live a totally different lifestyle than they're forcing on you. What, Chris? <laughs> Chris nailed it. They're your betters. And right, you, you, Chris says it, and even that gets my blood pressure rising, right? Because that is how they think. And you can see how they think. And you're probably just as mad as me. I get the emails and I did get the phone calls. So I guess, I guess we're probably talking to each other here. But how does this not create a visceral response in people? That is shocking. The mayor of the most powerful city in the country. <laughs> All right. No more vaccine mandate. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bob, not for you. You just drive a forklift. Go take your vaccine, son. No, we're talking about for Kyrie Irving, baby. We need that sweet three. How does that not push people into a state of rage that is palpable? And it hasn't. And I don't know if it will. I don't know if it can. I mean, we talk a lot. I know you discuss it with family and friends. I do with family and friends of, man, it feels like this is a powder keg. It feels like we're on a tipping point. Maybe we're not. I know that's a little dark. Maybe we're just going to sleepwalk our way right into disaster because that's what it feels like. It feels like it feels like we don't care. It feels like we're either feeling helpless, maybe that's part of it, or maybe we've just grown so used to the corruption it doesn't bother us. I don't know what the answer is, but I do know this. A country that values freedom so little will not have it for very much longer. Because I'll tell you what they value. Money, power, and destroying this society. And they value it so much, they go out and make it happen. They are willing every day to get up and grind and make their religion of destruction a reality. Are we? And I'm not talking to you personally, obviously. I'm talking, again, we brought up this before. I'm talking about your neighbor across the street. You hang out with them. Maybe you guys hang out as a family, throw horseshoes together. Maybe you, your kids hang out together. Hey, come on over, swim in the pool. Let's grill up some chicken. 
and you you and him you agree on everything politically but he just doesn't want to get involved and ah, I don't like politics and man I'm kind of out on the whole thing is he going to remain free oh don't get me wrong I know he agrees with you he agrees with me I know he loves freedom is he going to stay that way I say he's not I say we don't care as much about freedom as they care about destruction. And that's exactly why we're headed where we're headed. It's an underrated headline. Won't lead any show today. I couldn't get it off my mind. Oh, vaccine mandates for you. Oh, not for the Yankees, man. Have you seen that slider? He's, we got to have him out there. Unreal. All right. We got a packed show today. Don't forget tomorrow. Tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Remember, they don't have to be political. We spend the whole show answering your questions. It can be historical, men, women, employment. I don't care. It can be dumb. We love dumb. jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now, speaking of dumb, maybe you feel dumb. Because you got yourself in a timeshare and you can't get out of it. Don't feel dumb. You're not alone. When I talk to people who've done this and they feel dumb, they think, oh, how could I do this? Man, this is a common thing with these timeshare companies. They get you locked in and you can't get out. Lone Star Transfer will get you out. Over a decade, they've been helping people. This is a family company. They've helped over 16,000 people get out. Get out legally and permanently. Get this. They guarantee, a guarantee, the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. You want to talk about confidence. You could get a free no-obligation consultation. Just give them a call. 844-310-2646. 844-310-2646. Or go to LoneStarTransfer.com. You're listening to the Oracle. You're gonna love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Again, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We'll take the whole show listening to him. This lady says, looking at everything happening with gas prices and the lizard people in charge telling everyone to go buy a Tesla, I can't help but see them as seizing the opportunity to shove their great leap forward. Their green leap forward, she says. They're almost giddy with excitement. There's no way they don't know how much suffering and death they're ushering in. Can we please all start referring to this as the green leap forward? Says I can say her name. She loves the show. Her, her name is Stacy. Oh, that's really good. Green leap forward is really good. Not only are we going to use that, Stacy, I'm going to take credit for that and pass it off as my own. That's what leadership is. All right. Look, I've said this. I've said this for a long time. And this gets so hard for good people to understand. Um, mothers. Mothers and wives actually struggle with this. They really, really struggle with this. Like I just saw a recent poll out where Joe Biden is underwater with basically every demographic except suburban moms. Suburban moms. Now, it's tempting to dunk on suburban moms and their essential oils at a time like this. But look. The truth is, maybe I just had a good mother. 
when I picture mom, I picture caring, nurturing, always there for you. My mom, if, if I was ever good and did my chores and maybe came home with a B or a high C in school, not to brag, my mom would, when I was a little kid, she would get this little plastic tray and she would make me a bacon and mayonnaise sandwich. Shut up, Chris, just because you people can't eat it. And then she'd put little Doritos on there and she'd go sit it down in front of the TV and I could watch the Dukes of Hazard while I ate a bacon sandwich and ate Doritos. That's what I picture. Look, I know I'm joking. Well, I'm not joking. That's what happened. But but that's what I picture when I picture mom. And women struggle to accept that the destruction is real. And so, uh, women may not be fair. Suburban moms struggle to accept the destruction is real and it is intentional. I mean, she brings up the green leap forward. I've brought this up before. I'm going to keep bringing it up on the show. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to block out every single other communist position there is. All of them. A- a- abortion, border, does, taxes, spending, does it, block out all those. I want you to just focus on the green agenda. You know, no more oil, all that stuff. Focus on the green agenda. <laughs> Snap your fingers and put everything they want into effect starting at midnight tonight. You understand well over a billion people would die and they know it they know over a billion people will die there have been several of these environmentalists out there saying things like well we have too many people on the planet kind of saying the quiet part out loud they understand it would bring about more death than hitler mao stalin pol pot ivan the terrible genghis khan more than all those guys combined could ever dream of they know and they don't care you're going to have to forgive me when i hear joe biden talk like this and i think to myself i don't think he cares i think he's happy nothing more to report with regard to food shortage yes we did re- re- talk about food shortages and uh and it's going to be real the, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon russia it's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well including european countries and our country as well yeah um they're already talking about food shortages today Chris sent the old lady to the grocery store. There were no fries in the food section. I've had people emailing me pictures. There's no beef out there. And I, I still think a huge percentage of this population, you know, the moms, they think to themselves, wow, it's unfortunate. Well, it's Russia, Ukraine. It, it was, uh, well, they're trying to fix it. Man, until you are willing to accept the destruction is intentional, You can never, ever, ever defeat what we're facing here. I mean, they're right out in your face with it all the time. They are in your face with it all the time. Doing this on purpose, doing that on purpose. People complaining right now. I had a guy email me. Ah, Jesse, you're not going to believe I commute from Long Island every day. You're not going to believe what gas prices are costing me now. And by the way, I'm not discouraging that. I'm not making fun of the guy. You can send me those emails. But... They've been openly campaigning on camera on their desire to raise gas and energy prices, and they've been doing this for years. Chris, you might be able to find this actually really quickly. Remember, this Obama did this. Obama did it in a sit-down interview where he flat out said, if I remember right, I'm going off memory here. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I believe he said in a cap-and-trade system, 
energy prices will skyrocket. That's not unique. They're all saying it. They've been campaigning on it. You're mad about gas prices? They're not mad about gas prices. You're pulling into a gas station on Long Island, weeping as you look at the price go up at the pump? Well, they've been saying this forever. Can you get the American people to say this is really important and force their representatives to do the right thing? Uh, That requires mobilizing a citizenry. That requires them understanding what is at stake. Uh, you know, and, and climate change is a great example. You know, when I was asked earlier about uh, the issue of coal, uh, you know, under my plan uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. On camera. And I love, I love that old Obama way he used to do things where he could tell he was saying things he wasn't supposed to be saying out loud. So instead, you got a lot of this as he tried to make sure he was framing it the right way. They have been campaigning openly on camera for years to make you poorer, to make your standard of living go down, to cause death. Remember, what costs you a little extra money maybe causes you to take out a second job. It kills some poor schlub in Africa. Remember that. Remember that. Death. They've been campaigning on it for years, and still people won't accept that destruction is intentional. We're going to talk to Carol Markowitz about what people will and won't accept. Carol Markowitz with the New York Post. Next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and joining me now with her odd music choices all the time is my friend Carol Markowitz, of course, columnist with the New York Post. Carol, we can get back to Kanye in a few, but you wrote an article actually last week I wanted to bring up to you before we get into everything else about... Dr. Joseph Freeman, if I'm saying that right, I don't know. I went to community college and owning up to some COVID failures. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So I, I think that a lot of people want to just move on. They're finally got to take their masks off in a lot of the major cities. The kids are finally mask free in school. Um, they're kind of, you know, getting back to something resembling a 2019 life. And they don't want to talk about COVID anymore. They want to move on and forgive, forget, and just get on with their lives. And I understand that impulse. I really do. Because the fight for normalcy for the last two years has been hard. And anybody who really wanted it, um, you know, has had to fight for it. So I get that people want to move on. And my article is about that we can't move on until we get some admissions, until we get some apologies. And the truth is that, you know, I don't know that these are going to happen, but we have to demand them anyway. We do have to demand them. And I'm I'm emphatic about this, that there has to be some sort of a reckoning, not necessarily about revenge, although that's why I want it. But it's so they get scared to do something like this to us ever again. If we all if we all shrug our shoulders, oh, well, I'm just happy to have my mask off. Then they're not going to hesitate to do it again. They should be scared to do this to us again. Is that too extreme? That, no, that's it. You know, that is absolutely it. They should be scared to do this to us again. And, you know, but when we talk about this, maybe we're talking about, you know, COVID 2028 or whatever, or we could just be talking about something in three months when this COVID comes around again, when the spikes happen again at the same times that they happened for the last two years. 
if they hit the, you know, the south over the summer and then the northeast in the fall and winter, um, I think we're going to see a return to the same measures that have failed again and again and again. And unless we discuss that those measures were completely pointless, that masking didn't work, that the vaccine mandate was a failure, that all of this had failed in any way at all to curtail COVID. Um, I think they're going to return right back to that basket of tricks when these numbers inevitably go up again. Carol, along the same line, I saw another headline. I've been talking about it tonight. I talked about it last night. Eric Adams, mayor of New York City, he's lifting the vaccine mandate. Mm -hmm. But not for you. I mean, I know you don't right. live there anymore, but not not right. for normal people. Yeah. Oh, if you're Kyrie Irving, you got a sweet jump shot. You don't have to have it. If you're playing right. for the Yankees or the Mets, you don't have to have it. But the peasants all do. And I yeah. look at something like this, and I look at that as the elites just rubbing the peasants' nose in a pile of poop. But yep. you brought up to me, they've been doing that in places like New York from the beginning. Yeah, well, you're still not wrong. They are still running, rubbing the peasants' noses in poop. That is absolutely part of the consideration. Look, I'm from the Soviet Union. I know that the elites are supposed to show their dominance over the plebs. That is what they do. That is how this whole thing works. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's not new. It's not something that just began. I've had a thread on Twitter for two years about politicians who talk about the need to mask, but then don't mask themselves. And that thread is super long, but it begins with the VMA Awards in New York in August of 2020. Gyms are still closed. Um, restaurants are only out- outdoor dining only. Uh, all of this is happening while like Lady Gaga is gyrating on a stage because for some reason she doesn't need to be socially distanced from anybody nor wear a mask. And it was just the case the whole time. It was always an exception. Um, for vaccine, for visiting celebrities and sports stars. So none of it ever made any sense. It had absolutely no bearing on COVID spreading or being contained in any way. And they're absolutely trying to rub their people's faces in the fact that other people get things that the regular people don't. Uh, Why is the public, I mean, I guess it's along the same lines of what we were already talking about, why is the public not more angry about I it? I mean, I yeah. look at that. He- I look at that headline. I about came out of my chair yesterday. I looked at that and thought, "Man, they're going to be marching on City Hall with pitchforks <laughs> and torches." Not that I'm encouraging people to do that, but I thought, right. "Man, that's going to be the bridge too far." And no. nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing. No, this is this is really my whole thing, and you and I have talked about this in the past. But what broke me, like what really pushed us out, isn't the terrible politicians in New York. It was that New Yorkers didn't say a word. So when public schools were closed, but private schools opened, I said, oh, you know, I had this, I had this, they're going to march with pitchforks moment so many times over the last two years. And then they never marched with pitchforks. They let private schools open while public schools stayed closed. I mean, I, I just didn't understand my New Yorkers anymore. And this is exactly that same kind of thing. I can't believe that the New Yorkers who say that they care about equity and equality and, um, you know, having the the same rules for everybody uh, don't seem to mind this at all. And, you know, it was absolutely minority communities that were hardest hit by this because they they had the lower vaccination rates. So it's, you know, the people who claim to care about, uh, you know, black lives didn't care at all that the black people were getting fired from their jobs for not getting vaccinated while Mets and Yankees players are allowed to do whatever they want. 
Carol, obviously, as you pointed out earlier, you're from the Soviet Union. So I, I would be neglectful if I didn't ask you your th- current thoughts on the yet another disaster. What a shock in Eastern <laughs> Europe. What What's the yeah. Carol Markowitz take on all this Russia-Ukraine nonsense? Uh, I mean, the... I've been gone so long, but I would say that I have family in Russia and in Ukraine. My Ukrainian family actually just left. It was all women that were left there, and they just evacuated um, maybe like two weeks ago. And I, I mean, the craziest thing for me is watching like the um, Americans or Europeans treat Russian people as if they're free, as if they can say whatever they want, or um, canceling you know Russian artists or ballerinas or, or that kind of thing for not speaking up enough about Putin. Um, they have no idea. We the, the freedom that we take for granted, they simply have never had ever. And so we're, we can't wait for unfree people to behave the way free people do. Um, and that, that's been really disappointing. I mean, I kind of saw it from the West that they have no concept of um, you know, the can the cancel thing is just so strong. They're like, we don't like these people. We have to cancel them right now. Um, uh, but it's, it's been absurd. I saw today a New York times headline that, a a Russian tree was like disqualified from some like tree oh, competition. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't know how we know it's a tree. I'm not an arborist, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Markowitz. All right. Along those lines, one final thing here. Everyone's watching Insanity on display with this KBJ nomination. Every, mm-hmm. Everyone you can't define a woman, can't define life. Can't, every, everyone's watching it. Are they winning or are they losing now that this stuff is being brought to the light? The insanity of the cultural yeah. Marxists in this country. Are they losing? I think so. You know, it's a day-to-day thing, obviously, but I think that sanity is winning these last few days. I, I really do think people have seen something, um, not just from the, the you know, the uh, hearings, but from also from uh, the Leah Thomas story. I think Americans are seeing something and, and they are realizing that it's crazy where we're asked to pretend things exist that don't exist. Um, and we're asked to not know what a woman is. I mean, it used to be sort of an easy answer. What's a woman, you know, XX chromosomes, but now it's completely, uh, you know, can't even get a basic answer out of somebody who wants to be a Supreme Court justice. It's scary. And I think Americans are starting to realize how scary it is. Carol Markowitz, thank you so much. New York Post, go read her stuff. Have a good one. Thanks so much. All right. Practice with your weapon. That may sound like a different transition, but practice with your weapon. I mean, you heard you heard what Joe Biden said today. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re- re- talk about food shortages, and uh, and it's going to be real. You know what desperate people do when they're starving? Practice with your weapon. I don't know what the future is going to bring. You don't know. But I do know this. Nobody has ever been a great shot because he practiced and regretted it. Get a Mantis X system. It allows you to practice right inside your home. You don't fire a shot. You don't use any gas inside your home. They'll put you through drills. They'll give you feedback. You will get better. The Marines use it. The Army uses it. Special Forces use it for a reason. Military-grade technology. Go to MantisX.com and get one today. I've got an animal inside of me. 
Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Ask me anything. Email your questions into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Speaking of drinking whiskey out the bottle, headline, alcohol-related deaths spiked during the pandemic, a study shows. And I'm going I'm to move on here because I want to get to some emails. And we have a bunch of guests tonight. It's a, it's a different kind of a night. But I, I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to get upset, Chris. I'm going to be fine. These studies that are coming out now that reveal things people were saying, well, a few of us were saying in the very beginning, as if they're these amazing scientific studies. What a revelation. They drive me insane because this is all stuff that should have been considered in the beginning. Do you know there were more alcohol-related deaths than COVID deaths in the under-65 demographic? Did you know that? We killed more people by making them stay home than we did if we did just let everybody go and go back to work. And what drives me nuts is this. I'm an idiot. And I said this was coming in the very beginning. Now, maybe it's because I've struggled with things in the past myself. I don't know. But you don't take somebody who struggles with something, whatever that may be, And then you tell them, okay, no job, go home, go close yourself in your apartment by yourself. You're guaranteeing you're going to get more of that. Yeah, Chris just said if it saves one life. Remember that insane garbage? Man, what we've done is so daggone unjust, it drives me nuts. All right, you know what? Forget about that. Forget about that, Chris. You know what we need? Ay, 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 ay. I am the Frito Bandido. Puts me in a good mood, baby. I like Frito's corn chips. I love them, I do. I want Frito's corn chips. I'll get them from you. I, I, I... Why are you turning down my song? I, I, can't I stop you from doing that? Do you have total control? Oh, that is garbage. I want control. You know what? That's fine. You don't want to, you don't want to listen to that? You can listen to this. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I, I, I support <laughs> everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. Freedom You're- is not free. <laughs> Gosh, just our politicians are just a bunch of walking idiot bumper stickers, and it just drives me crazy. Let's get to some emails. Dear Oracle, people think that spoiling your kids is spending too much money on them. I contend that it is doing too much for them and allowing them to take more than give when it comes to the household, not giving them enough personal responsibility. Would appreciate your thoughts on this. He says I can use his name. Says his name is Travis and Communist Cali. Look, I don't, I don't claim to be a parenting expert. I will tell you... We are bad at some things as parents, no question about it. And some things we're very good at with parents. When people, it's one of the few things I take pride in is when people see my sons, they remark all the time how pleasant and polite they are. Well, they're pleasant and polite because we made them be pleasant and polite. They're just naturally that way. 
Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Please. Thank you. Look someone in the eye. Shake hands like a man. If you're at a funeral, you know, we've had to go to funerals. Learn how to read the temperature of the room. You screw off with your brother here, you're going to get bopped by your father. So, so, so as a result, we have two of the most pleasant, polite, well-mannered, good-hearted boys because we've been purposeful with them about them about that. But that doesn't mean I'm some kind of parenting expert. I will tell you, I'm very, very worried about spoiling my kids because I love them so much. I just adore them. So I've always worried about that. So we always try to give them some perspective to what you talked about. Our boys have a ton of obligations around the house, a ton of them. Unloading the dishwasher, trash, cleaning, uh, take the dog out, clean up after the dog, watch that. I mean, they just have responsibilities after, uh, around the house. And not only do they do it, they do it without complaint. Why? Because if they even utter, utter one word of complaint, then all those things get much, much worse. I'll have you breaking bricks in, the, bricks in the hot sun if you talk back to your mother when she makes you do something. And so they're wonderful. I, I will say this. Now, I don't know if this is a thing where you live. But this is a thing where I live. Parents will, for their child's birthday, they will get happy birthday, Braden, because they're all named Braden now. Happy birthday, Aiden. They will get it written in gigantic letters in the front lawn. I don't know that that's bad. Maybe you've done it. It always rubbed me as the wrong way. Parents today worship their kids instead of raise their kids and it is bad kids absolutely should have responsibilities around the household there's no question about it but again i want to circle back on something else before i get back to these stories here Uh, parenting is hard and nobody has it all figured out least of all me I am positive, and this is one of my biggest fears, and I'm, I'm sure it's coming true. I'm positive the bad things about me, some of them are getting passed down to my sons. And I hate that. I don't want that. I, I don't want them to have that at all. But it's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's, we're all going to screw them up at some point in time. Look, you know what I want? You know what my sons to be? I want them to be the type of men who get outraged when a mayor decides that athletes get privileges that normal people don't get. I want my kids to be thinking people. I want my kids to value freedom. I want my kids to value the little guy, however you want to classify that. I want them to have good hearts. That's what I want for my kids. I, I can't, I know I'm, I'm going to stop bringing it up. I cannot believe this Eric Adams thing in New York. And I can't believe how much it's flying under the radar. Oh, okay. The, the barista, He's got to have a vaccine, forklift operator, vaccine, guy chucking garbage bags, vaccine, vaccine mandate, vaccine mandate, vaccine mandate for all the little people. Kyrie Irving, though, well, man, we got to have him out there on the court. No vaccine mandate for performers or athletes. They just take their corruption and their two-tiered society and they just rub our noses in it all the time. And I can't stand it. All right. All right. Enough of that. You know what we're going to do? We're going to talk to my friend Tiana Lowe. She's one of these economics wizards. Uh, Joe Biden's talking about food shortages. We have inflation stuff. And I, I want to make sense of all this. Where are we going? What are we doing? Let's talk to Tiana Lowe. Next. Looks like we're 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 